there's a threat in the world today. A threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not compound the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? Come here, I want to see your face when you're asking this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Little man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. Live! From the Sports Layers, it's Wednesday night. What is going on, world? He is the one. Hi, hi. I am the ass. Hi, hi. This is Black and White Sports Wednesday Night Live. Every Wednesday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, we bring you... This wonderful show, powered by First Financial Bank, 3535 East 96th Street in Indianapolis, and Gruntworks Custom Woods. Check them out right here. Check them out on 11 o'clock a.m. on Sunday mornings over at Checkers and Records, and click that shop button on them. Gruntworks Custom Woods. What is going on, Damon? Hi. <laughs> it's all you now. I'm done. My part's over. <laughs> no, my part's over. What is popping, folks? I am the one that is the ass. We are black and white sports. We are cool and all kind of other stuff. What do the, what do the young kids say? Lit. We lit. We lit. No, we're not lit. lit. Okay. Lit, huh? Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you for you know staying with me. Bad. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, no. Bro. Hey man. I'm pretty happy. Why is the one happy? I'm pretty happy, man, because yesterday we debuted a new segment that we are Fortunately, right now, the ratings are super high. Uh, we debuted a new segment, Talk O Tuesday. Talk O Tuesday! Where we, you know, you know, find somebody in the sports parameter to chit-chat with a live interview. So we debuted yesterday, and our first guest was... Uh, Pacers broadcaster and former Pacer player, Eddie Gill. And we had a pretty nice little turnout. Mm -hmm. I'm happy about that. I am glad you are happy. know that people like us. I am glad that you are happy, Damon. And I'm glad to make all you guys happy with our bantering, our wonderful awesomeness that we bring you in the sports world. Thank you for coming back every single night. That's right. Every single night. Say it again. Every single <laughs> night. 
So I cheers to Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> but today is Wednesday. Is that a Coke? Cherry Coke. Oh, fabulous. Cherry Coke. So go good with that shot at the end of the show. Yes. So um, awesome. So Taco Tuesday is, is pretty fabulous. And so we got a couple other days that we're coming to you now. So we're going to be on your screen Monday through what? Thursday. Okay. I was trying to think you were said to be signals. No, Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> oh, well. I'm terrible. Maybe we should do production meetings before we do uh, shows. That's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. But no, we're going to be on your screen streaming live Monday through Thursday with our <laughs> nightly dailies plus our Wednesday night regular show. So Monday night will be nice that we do series. We haven't got a name for it yet. By the time we start on Monday, we'll we come up will with have a name for it. So uh, Mondays we'll do series. So basically what it is, it'll be something that we talk about or something that we make interactive that will take more than um, a show or two shows. So uh, we'll have something to start with this Monday. Uh, we'll let it out uh, probably a day before. So we'll say Sunday. I'll put yeah, it out. Yeah, we come up with a name for it. <laughs> yeah, when we come up with a name for it. So we'll put something out on Sunday to let you know what our series topic Tom, is. To by the way, I'm not in. meaning to cut you off, but Tom Racker in, oh, the, in the comments, BWTV to go up against CWTV. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, but hey, speaking, hey, Tom, we all need to get together virtually or now that we're restri restrictions are loosened up a bit. Maybe we need to get together and have us a little powwow so we can figure some things out. But that should be talked about on the show. But that's the first time I had you, so I said it. Now, we move on. <laughs> okay. So that's what we're going with on Mondays. Uh, so Sunday, we'll put it out Sunday of what the series is going to be about. And then we'll go for that, and then we'll move on. And then like we'll pick another series for another couple weeks and go from there. Uh, Tuesday, obviously, you got Tuesday. And then Wednesday night, obviously, we got Wednesday Night Live right now here. And then, um, and don't forget, with our Wednesday Night Live, here in about a week or two, we're going to start our tour. So if you do want to host Killing us. Killing me, man. Killing me. <laughs> what? Killing me. The tour doesn't have to be both of us. It could be one or two. We zoom now, bro. Ah, you know good point. Good you know, point. We, we can do it. It's that. the virtual tour <laughs> 2020. Yeah, so I'm not killing you, bro. Listen, work with the one. Work with the one. I have a vision. I have one vision. <laughs> but anyway, so you know, Wednesday is Wednesday night lives. And then Thursday will be Poll for your thoughts. Poll for your thoughts, folks. So basically what that is, is we'll put out a poll in the AM. 
and talk about it in the PM. Badoons. Enough said. <laughs> I always take the limelight right away from you, don't I, Deke? <laughs> I don't really have it. I don't really have a lot of life. You know what I mean? I'm mid forties, bro. I, you know what I mean? It's a wrap for me. <laughs> I'm not too far away. Every day, I'm just trying to be like, yes, one more. <laughs> 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 but anyway, so that's the rundown of what's going on with Black and White Sports. Yep. And so then Fridays, we, to- we're going to see about putting out a, a weekly recap of special parts of each show through the week. We're going to put it out on Fridays for you. Boom. We nice like that, Edson. But anyway, uh, I forgot what I was talking about. But I'll come over. Did with it something. to him again, folks. I did it to him again. No, I thought I might have did that one to myself. Oh, yeah. So that's what's going on with uh, Black and White Sports. So, and then don't forget to check out our brothers over at Checkers and Records, Tommy Boy and Hal. Howdy! You know, I mean, don't forget to look at those guys. You know, their their subject matter is really starting to pick up a little more right now because there are tires hitting the tracks now. So, if you're into yes, the racing sir. game, the racing scene, and you're an eye racer, you're all into that type of deal. Hop on over there, check out Checkers and Records, check out CWTV. Let's make it happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The ass had a little rant Sunday night. I still love everybody over there, guys. God love you. Thomas, you know what I'm talking about. Go Imperial. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> Tom Racker you know, knows what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you two are talking about. And I love Brad Doherty does Brad Doherty does <laughs> does not ever know what's going on with his race team. No, no, I don't. I do, but I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was expecting to get a recap this weekend, this past weekend, when we were supposed to be over off 30th Street getting our party on at Car Day. But no, somebody had to bite it back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, um, Hey, I'm really, I'm really appreciated that uh, Jeffrey Moore is watching in with us. Um, awesome that uh, Royce has popped on with us. Hey, Sean has jumped on with us. So we're waiting to talk to you, buddy. But it's glad to see you watching. And I have no idea what you're talking about with your lingo there. <laughs> lingo? Oh, but guys, Sean is funny, man. He's a funny dude. And he's not a bad bass player either. I think he should be a little more hardcore because the bass player is oh. always the hardest dude in the band. So Tommy's talking. Tommy's talking about what I said. I'm he sure knows. he is. Tom Racker I'm and sure Tommy Checker both know. Or Tommy, yeah, Tommy Checker. Hell, I can't remember his damn names. <laughs> all right, so um, we got all that logistics out the way. Let's hop into Swipe Left. Swipe Left. Brought to you by Typo Editing. <coughs> TypoEdits.net. Need a love letter to that special someone? 
How about a new resume ready for that new job? Typo Edits will have you covered. Olivia Kossel is phenomenal. Great degree. Great personality. Put them all together. What do you got? Great grammar. TypoEdits.net. Check them out. 40% off using the promotional code BWSports, the number one. TypoEdits.net. Yeah, she'll keep you for saying I ain't got no. Yes. <laughs> or uh, David and Dan. It's Dan and I. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, I'll have something correct. Maybe. All right. So, uh, yes, Sean, I know the Michigan is backwards. We just talked about that with everybody mirroring <laughs> each other. I got it flipped. So, when it mirrored, it showed Michigan correctly. But during the broadcast, he's got it flipped, so it flips it right back. Yep, sure does. We just figured, we just figured that out. So that's how much mm -hmm. I really care about fishing. <laughs> so on tomorrow night's poll for your thoughts, I'll have it corrected. <laughs> I would just put it backwards on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would. So we're you would have a hanging upside down bird. Yeah, I would. So we're swiping left. Damon, what do we have to swipe left on today? All right. First up is the match annually. The match annually? Yes. So, so I hit real enter, quick, right? I hit enter. So, enter. Yes. I hit enter. enter. I would love to All see. Right. Now, are you talking about, do we want to see those t same four out there? Do you want to see Tiger and Phil go up against each other with uh, different different uh, partners? What are you talking about? Um, you are correct in thinking that it does have to do with the match, uh, meaning that this being the match two with the golf challenge between Tiger and Phil. The first one was last November, I think it was. Uh, Tiger Field squared off for $11 million for charity. And this one was the second one where it was a pairing with Tiger and Peyton going against Phil and Tom Brady. The end result, we're probably not going to talk about that a whole bunch, even though it was exciting. I recorded it because I was busy doing something else in the yard and cooking with the wife and all that. So I recorded I ended up watching it on Sunday. But Tom, uh, uh, Peyton and Tiger ended up winning it. But um, I think what they're what he's referring to is having, I don't know if it's necessarily them two always, maybe, or just a switch of other uh, sports celebrities to uh, pair with them to make a challenge. I'm interested. I would watch it every year. Even if it was them four, I would still watch it. I want to tell you, the best thing I saw in that whole match was Tom Brady talking to <laughs> Sir Charles Barkley, and Barkley was ripping him up. He steps up to his approach shot. Bink! Chips that son of a bitch in there. Backspin like hell. Bloop, drops the All done. The bird, the eagle, or the birdie on seven. That was the eagle. I'm talking about the eagle on like what was it like? Uh, oh yeah, an eagle. It was an eagle, right? 
I thought it was a birdie on seven. See, you talking about the when I thought it was a chip shot. The chip yeah. shot with the split pants. See, I thought that, yes, that one. I thought that was yeah. an eagle. Maybe that not. That was a birdie. That was a hell of a shot. Yeah, it was nice. It was the nice. Fact you that, can't even get close hey, to that. Can you hit listen, the little white ball, listen, Damon? Listen, the little listen, white ball. Listen, Tom Brady sucks at golf. <laughs> I don't have a pin. It was with my with my with my my George W. Tom Brady sucks at golf. <laughs> or well, he's still in the game? NFL. You got to remember, Peyton's two, three years out. Been doing nothing but golf. Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that, Next. that was bad, bro. <laughs> but yes, I would be interested in seeing that annually. That would be great, especially to see a lot of different these sports, these sports stars who are very interested in golf, like watching Steph Curry. That'd be a good one. Um, another one with Tony Romo. That'd be another good one. Both of those guys are very good at golf and have participated in amateur events to be in tour events. So I have no problem watching things like that. Who's Mars Buzzard? I don't know who a Mars Buzzard. <laughs> Mar buzzer. Congratulations to the buzzer. Congratulations, hey. folks. You have just won the rest of your life stuck together. Listen, <laughs> listen. Side note, side note, asterisk into the swipe left. I watched the ceremony Saturday. It was very interesting as in how it was put on. I thought it was a very interesting concept. She looked beautiful in the dress. John looked very handsome. Uh, Eli looked like he was getting extremely nervous <laughs> or fidgety. Fidgety was the word. He was he ready. couldn't stay still. <laughs> he was like, I'm done with this. So I thought it was a very interesting, uh, interesting concept. We all got to be a part of it, even though we weren't there. So it was pretty cool. Great job. Congratulations, you two. And I'm excited for your future. Yes, I cannot wait for the uh. The black and white sports backyard blast off or whatever. We'll figure something out. I don't know. I just came up with it. That's a good one. <laughs> but anyway, okay, back to swipe left. Yep. So next, ne next up, the um, uh, yes for season two on Peyton's Places. I mean, you could talk about it. I don't really care. But, I mean, it's a good show somewhat, what I've seen. I don't obviously you know me, I don't watch a lot of TV, so um every night about seven thirty to eight o'clock or eight thirty is the most TV I, I get at one time. And that has nothing to do with Peyton. So well, maybe sometime. Just a little bit ago it did. But no, I'm swiping. Um very good show. I like it. It's funny. Swipe left. Next <laughs> All right, so next up, we have the WNBA makes roster cuts. Let's talk about it. I'm hitting enter. All right, so we obviously know that there's got to be a lot of sacrifices being made for all different type of levels of persons in our country and our society today. You know, we've seen the dispute in baseball right now which we will get to a little bit later in our topic of discussion but um 
I I don't have a problem with it for one. Well, basically, what's going on? The WNBA is making uh, roster cuts, meaning that they're taking a three-person cut for each team. So it's a 15-woman roster. Now there has to be 12. And this is all have to do with the number of people being exposed to the number of other people with dealing with the social distancing of the COVID-19. So they've had to cut player people down. One, the season has started later. It's going to start later, but you are we are going to get a WNBA season. As soon as they figure out the NBA season, I'm sure they'll have the WNBA starting up, you know, sometime after. Uh, I think a lot of the ladies that didn't make the rosters are probably going to find basketball overseas because I'm sure the overseas ball is going to start up a little bit earlier <clears throat> or at some point in time as well. So I think they're still going to get an opportunity to play basketball. But it sucks for some of those ladies who would be on those in rosters because that's that's practice time. That's getting better time. There's debut time for other teams, for other opportunities that they're not going to get. Um, I think it's good because it cuts down on the revenue that they would have to split because they're all going to have to take a pay cut. So, you know, I mean, less women, less pay cut, and you still get to see the ladies that we actually want to see play ball, play ball. Now I got a question on that. With making those cuts, is that going to – Give the opportunity for more pay per player on the team that's that's uh, playing actually, or what? I know I, I didn't dig too deep into it, but I assume that. Oh, uh, that was kind of like a rhetorical question. Right, I would me. <laughs> I wouldn't like, think oh, yeah, so. Sure, whatever the hell you just said. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it would make it more. I just think it would just be less of a pay cut. For those ladies still on the team. So you're telling me that you don't think that they're going to, the ladies that are left on the team who make the team or the stars of the WNBA or whatever is not going to make any more money? No, I don't think anybody's going to make more money. I think you're just going to get less of a pay cut. Huh. Okay. Well, I mean, just because they cut off three players. Doesn't mean you get more money. They're cutting out three players so you can still get money. <laughs> I get both sides. <laughs> Next. Next. All right. Um, Lance Armstrong, 30 for 30. No, that'll be your left. <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't give a two flying shits about somebody who's never going to admit what they did was wrong. Only part that I see is, hey, what up, Chuck? Chef Chuck? Oh, he must have heard the call out last year. He must have heard that call out last week. Yeah, Chef Chuck is uh, saying, what's up? So what up, Chef Chuck? Uh, Our executive chef. You know what I mean? The guy who uh, inspired me to do a little more than normal. 
But yeah. um, with the Lance, I don't know how you got the first thirty, but then you get a part two, so that means that's a full hour and a half. I'm good. And he was Blind. on Oprah. Yeah. Get out of here. Sir girl dropped her ass. You get a steroid and you get a steroid and you get an injection. <laughs> All right. Swipe left. Next. Uh, the ESPYs remotely. What are you going to do? It's the world that we live in right now. Everything's remote and virtual, so why not have them? I mean, it is something that you have every year. If you can have it, have it one way or another. Um, so we're hitting enter. I'm gonna hit enter. I think it's cool concept. You know what I mean? You, because they changed in the format. It's not gonna be them honoring, you know, um the top players or the top athletes across the board like they normally do. It's gonna be done remotely. You got your host or uh Russell Wilson. Uh, Megan, Rapino, and Sue Bird. Those are your hosts. So they're going to do it from their perspective locations. Obviously, it'll be easy for Megan and Sue because they're partners. So they'll be in the same location. So they're just going to, instead of honoring the, at the top athletes, they're going to honor and celebrate hero, uh, heroisms and humanitarians. So that should be interesting. I'll peek into it. You know, I don't. I don't know if I'll, they'll get my um, full <laughs> full broadcast potential, but um, I'll definitely you know peek into it because it'd be interesting to see how they how ESPN pulls it off because they did the draft so well. So uh, right. I'm interested to see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see. No. Yeah. All right. Um, so Grant Hill. I'm not Grant Hill. <laughs> That's funny. The George, George Hill, the black crocodile hunter. I have got to hear about this. I'm hitting enter just because I have a fascination with alligators and crocodiles so and, and snakes. I don't want to be around them. I'm just fascinated. That's the stuff I watch on TV. So enlighten me with this George Hill black crocodile hunter. So, George Hill of the Milwaukee Buds, and here one of our indie local basketball players has, you know, made it to the top level. Where did he go, Pike? Uh, no, he went to Broad River. Broad River, okay. Uh, T, they went to Pike. Yes, there you go, okay. And their point guard from Notre Dame, Chris Thomas, he yes. went to Pike. Um, so, the Milwaukee Bucks and our indie owned George Hill, he has – a couple years ago, he purchased an 850 acre ranch outside of San Antonio. And he's got on this on this ranch, he's got kangaroo, wildebeest, donkey, elk, antelope, six zebras. Uh, <laughs> and that's among the other host of uh, various different animals. So basically what he's saying, he's doing he wanted to do something different for his kids. That's not a knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Only where in the country that you can get, you know, kangaroo in Texas. Wow. But uh, he said he wanted to do something different with his kids. He's like, 
you know, everybody's got cats and dogs. That's the normal so stuff. So that's like the you know, movie, do you want to buy? We just bought a zoo or something. Have no idea what you're talking about. There's a movie. There's a movie. I think it's got Matt Damon or somebody in it. That So the family just buys a zoo. And it's like that. It's probably where they actually filmed it. All right. I'll give you that. So that's what he did. He got something different. Um, as you said, he's doing this time off that he's spending time learning more about how to take care of animals, how to care for animals, give them a good environment and things like that. He's overseeing a couple of projects on the land where he's expanding the lake for the animals and a couple buildings. I think he's doing something called a barn, a barn denomium, a barn denomium. A what? I don't know. I don't know. It's a made up word that they got in quotations. I'm assuming it's a facility, it's a barn, utopia. I don't know, but uh, I think it's pretty you cool. You said barntopia. A barn denomium. I'm done. Barn denomium. Next! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, who gets fired first from Arizona State's basketball program or athletic program? Uh, I'm going to swipe left because I think we could come up with something for its own little gig. Oh, uh, for Arizona. Okay. Swipe left on Bobby Hurley and the AD. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Vince McMahon will not attempt to buy back the XFL. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was a stupid, it, it was a stupid, really dumb, stupid com context. Content, whatever. God, I can't talk tonight. That <laughs> word. Uh, the first time around. The second the time around, I really, thought that, I really thought that they were going to make it something. Unfortunately, they bring it out. COVID comes, snatches it up. I'm not going to say they weren't getting views, but they were getting a lot more than what they had the first time around. And eh, I think there's more to it between him and Mr. Oliver Luck that we didn't really know about because we discussed that a couple weeks ago about the differences that they had. And, uh, yeah, so we'll I see. I don't know if it's a good, good or bad decision now that the WWE really has some competition out in, in the wrestling world with AEW being out. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, Jericho and uh, Dusty Rose boy got a whole thing going on over there. Yep, 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 yep. All right, um, I can give two rats ass about anything Vince McMahon does inside of wrestling, let alone outside of wrestling. Next! I want <laughs> Shane McMahon to take over. That way, I can actually be interested in wrestling again. Shane O'Mac, baby, must be the money. <laughs> Next! <laughs> All right, uh... Ryan Leaf arrested again. Imagine that. Swipe left on his dumb ass. All right. Last one on swipe left. Dave Lillard Dave says he will not play if there's no chance of making the playoffs. I'm hitting enter. So you're telling me that because you're not going to play in the playoffs, you don't want to play anymore, but you want that money. 
You're getting paid. It's kind of like baseball players that we're going to get into. You're getting paid a, game, a, a hell of an amount of money to play a game that we all love, cherish, and want to do ourselves when we were growing up. And because you are not going to make the playoffs or potentially not make the playoffs, you don't want to play at all. For one, you're telling the team, screw you, sit on, sit and spin. For two, I get the point to an extent. But there's still a possibility that you do make the playoffs. Why not play? If you can play, let's play. Your turn. Um, I don't have one absolute problem with it. And just by your end statement, you don't have a problem with it either. Because if you do have the opportunity to play for the playoffs, see, right now they are in spot, was it, nine or ten? There are only three. There are only three games out. So what he's saying is, Whatever scenario that you come, because there's going to be games. Yeah. It's going to be games. But whatever scenario you come up with, if it's, hey, the eight seed, the eight teams that are in the playoffs or in the playoffs, everybody else you play with consolation, get games going on or whatever, I'm not doing that either, bro. I'm not putting myself at extra risk. For injury, because we have been off for two months. I'm not going to put myself in extra risk for injury or extra contact if there's no means to an end. But if that scenario that they come back with includes some type of play-in where I have incentive to put myself at more of a risk to get out there and play, then there isn't a means to an end, and I'm all for it. Because I did watch his interview, because he was on Jalen and Jacoby earlier this afternoon after this, this comment came out. So he did have an opportunity to, like, just say what it is. You know how the media is. We always pick out what we want to excite controversy and then we never really get it. So he was on Jalen and Jacoby this afternoon, and I'm completely in 100% agree, of agreement with him. Okay, there we go. Swipe Left tonight has been brought to you by TypoEdits.net. Check them out. BW Sports, the number one. Give them that promo code. You get 40% off your first purchase, or your, your that purchase. Check it out, TypoEdits.net. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it is now time to get into our main subject matter of today's event. Um, today's broadcast event. And <laughs> today. And today's um, meat and potatoes. <laughs> meat and potatoes. Is brought so to you by our, Legends Barbershop. That's right, folks. <laughs> They are coming back alive and ready to cut your hair. Check them out. Legends Barbershop, appointment only, June 1st, which is next Monday. Check them out. 8923 South Meridian Street, Indianapolis. 
317-361-4018. Tell David, JB, JP, I'm sorry, JP, JB, J, yes, that guy. And the rest of the crew that the boys from Black and White Sports sent you. You know, um, I we didn't get to do our barbershop broadcast, our barbershop basketball broadcast from there um, as we planned earlier in the year. It doesn't mean that we're not going to do it. It's just that we haven't gotten to do it. So, and I enjoyed the little moment that we were in there. It was a great atmosphere. The first time that I've been there, I know you're a member, a member. <laughs> like a barber, but the barbershop too. Truly, if you find you a good barbershop, it's the barbershop men's club. Is, it's like a club. It's like a little exclusive club. So I get that. I'm totally with saying this. You know, a member. But um, I thought it was cool. I'm not gonna lie. My only issue is I live too damn far away. But by appointment only, meaning that it's worth my drive because I saw the fades that were being delivered to different type of heads there. And it was on point. So mm -hmm. I will be willing to set an appointment and make that drive to get my, not mine, because, you know, I keep that thing to the slit. <laughs> but for, you know, the youngest who got all that shit. <laughs> so I will be willing to do that. You know how to make you an appointment? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. You I call 317 4018 for your next appointment. Hey, Legends Barbershop. I'm going to the top, bro. I'm going to the top. You know, what, you know what? Deserve the best. Hey, you know what? Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Woo! Woo! Right, so, here we go. All right. Uh, first topic today is MOB Second Black Eye. All right, little background content. All right, so we had the 80s. was a great time for MLB basketball. Great, MLB basketball? Did you just basketball. say MLB basketball? I did. I did. I did. It's the, it's the woofer, bro. The woofer. You know what I mean? Go got with a nice bottle back there. You Go know with what I'm saying? Anyway. But, you know, we start with the 80s. That was a great time for for MLB baseball. You know, I mean, I was a fan of baseball back then. The Oakland Athletics was good. You know, I mean, the Braves was good. The Yankees was good. The Rick, um, the Cup, uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was a good time of baseball. And then we had the nineties. Baseball took a real bad hit. You know what? You had to strike. Yeah, you had to strike. That was rough. Then you had the steroids with a plethora of stars who just were, you know, I mean, hitting that clear in the cream, taking that shot up the ass, doing whatever it do. Through. Then all of a sudden, their head goes from this big to this big. Look at Barry Bonds. You know what I mean? So it was bad. And then we had. The recovery, you know, you had the two thousands and the early and the early teens of the two thousands. Recovery for baseball. Baseball was looking really good. You had a lot of exciting young players that were clean. 
Baseball was cleaning up baseball. Mm. You know what I mean? The baseball was cleaning up, getting all the bullshit Ooh, out. Look, the Astros brought me a shot in this glass. Holy hey. hell. Boo, 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 my boo, her boo. <laughs> but anyway, so you had a cleanup. And so baseball is looking really good right now. You know, you got a little excitement. You got a little excitement, then, God damn it, baseball gets this black, this, this, up, just left to the to the eye. So your right eye is swollen up. With don't, take, don't check Astros. my chest. Don't check my chest. Test, test. So baseball has the right eye swollen up from this Astros cheating scandal, right? Then all of a sudden they look so, like Rocky Balboa. Cut me, man. Right. So, ba- so baseball is struggling right now. They're struggling at this point because people are hot because they're cheating, right? Yep. So, and then COVID happens. So people are more concerned about the health of the country. The Astros kind of slide and skate off a little bit. A little of the heat that they would normally get coming into these stadiums could not really get right now. Mm-hmm. So what does baseball do? Yeah. They were to argue and fight over money during the pandemic of the world. Do you understand how many views, how many people you could get on your side, how many people you could get back into the sport of baseball, and you are literally bending us over and saying, have it up there, buddy. Stupid. Stupid. Okay. Now and here see, comes here, this again. So we don't have this issue in, in the here NBA. Comes this again. We don't have this issue in the NBA. One, because they they finished 75 to 80% of their season. So money hasn't really been an issue for the players or the league. We don't have a money issue right now with the NFL because their season was over and we haven't had anything with them with the season because it's later on in the year anyway. No one really gives a shit about hockey. Sorry, hockey fans, but I'm being real. I'm I'm just being honest. No one gives a shit about hockey. We talk about hockey from time to time. Because some of you do give a shit. But 75% of the world population gives two rats asses about hockey. Even though that. you are even Maybe though you 63. even though even though you are some of the most skilled athletes on the planet. I can't do that shit, but nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> 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 but baseball. You America's pastime. One, you don't have the salary cap. Nope. So you motherfuckers get all kind of shit. You got the Yankees roster who their roster is what? A small country? <laughs> you play three guys on that team, a quarter a quarter a quarter billion dollars? Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just really, well, he doesn't have, really. Well, he doesn't have a, a salary cap either. I don't think. 
But I mean, are they? Do you hear contract disputes and money issues with the labor agreement? No. And hockey. No, because they actually want to play. They are ready to bring the whole league into a playoff. Baseball, well, on the other hand, wants to do the Bruce Harper. Ooh, my hands go get messed up. Hey, bro, I think women's soccer makes more money than hockey. <laughs> I'm just saying, you can't you can't really bitch if they ain't a really lot of money to get there. Look at the NBA's revenue stream. They got you know 50 channels that do uh, basketball. You know, so NFL, yeah, 50, 50 channels. So does baseball. Hockey has NBC and MSNBC. No, they got their own NHL. NHL and that's it. But that's it. You see what I'm saying? Three to 50. I got gotcha. you. I see you know what, what you're saying, but still, they <laughs> want to play the game. They don't but they do. They want they to do. bring it back. Baseball is going the total opposite way. This is like I mean, a repeat of what was it, 93, 92, right. 93? I mean, just to give hockey a little hype, this would be the perfect time for hockey to jump back in that shit. You because everybody, right. NBA, NBA is not playing right now. They're going to, but they're not. NBA, uh, uh, MLB has got their thumb up their ass, which is I'm more against the players than I am the owners in this situation. Get to that in a second. Um, NFL, they're not really in this this discussion at the moment. So hockey would be perfect to be on. You'll be the only live other than soccer and UFC that's on. You can get interest in. You can get people to come in. It's sports. People are going to watch it. But to the baseball. Why do you think NASCAR has seen the biggest numbers it's seen in years? Why do you think that the match 2.0 had astronomical viewing because there's nothing else out there. And if there's no competition, why in the hell are these players not thinking business-like and saying, okay, I'm going to play 82 games, half of what I usually play. Okay, I can do that. And I'm going to make half as much as I usually do. Well, okay. I'm only playing for three and a half, four months rather than nine months now. Okay. Play the season. Get it going. Get your views out there. The more revenue you bring into the stadiums, to the to the TV, to all this stuff, the more revenue you're going to get. Duh. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not a fan of it. You know, if I was the players, I'd be, for one, it's going to look bad with – one, the exorbitant amount of money that you do make, even the base player. You know what I mean? The base player is making almost $600,000 a season. You know, the average household in America is making about sixty grand. So we're all in this pre, um, not depression, but recession. We're all in this pre-recession state. And you're arguing about millions, millions of dollars that and you want us to relate to. Right. Man, hey, bro, listen, I'm trying to keep, you know, uh, three dollar milk on in the refrigerator. And you want me to sympathize about three million dollars? Man, you better. Hey, man, 
Look, Whoa. his blackness is coming out. <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? That, that's the type of shit that starts revolution. That's kind of like, the, that's what the asterisk does. All of a sudden, she goes from cool to ghetto in 4.2 milliseconds. Hey. Uh, woo, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm over here hurting. I well, see I'm not hurting, but I'm feeling the average. The people is out here like I'm over here hurting, trying to get uh, day to day, and you want me to sympathize? About you know what they need, dollars? Damon? Do you know what they need? They need a grandmother to go tell them to pick their own damn whip off the tree and bring it to me. And if it's too I, thin, you're gonna go back and get three more bigger ones to bring to me. And if they are too thin, if I gotta go out there myself, God help you all. <laughs> That's what they need. Good old that reality is, check from the ground. Hey man, I'm with you. So um, baseball is not going to look good in any circumstance in this, uh, unless they. I mean, the only way you look good in it is you take the pay cut and not bitch about it. You know what I mean? Because this, and I think the owners or the league itself is doing it right and putting this shit out in the public mm-hmm. because. They're not in the wrong in this. When yeah, because everybody would, game, jump, everybody would jump on the player side automatically. When you, when you talk yeah. about money in the pros, at first, everybody jumps on player. 90% of the time, they jump on the player side. They don't know about both sides. So baseball is bringing it out. Hey, look, we're trying to get this thing going. And Tamara's point, talking about a long-term rather than short-term, I'm thinking long-term, if I can get people to watch now, they're going to remember who brought sports back relatively as quick as possible and potentially stick with the sport more so than where it was, you know, mid-90s. Uh, Mid-90s was still okay. Almost, let's say, where it's been the past decade. Yeah. I mean, baseball uh, ratings across the board were up. You know, people were more interested in it. You know, they, you know, you had – an exciting young group of players with Trout and um, what's the little gay boy in Philly? Who? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> the little boy about? in Philly. Oh, with the Bruce hair. Harper? Yeah, Bruce. Bruce. Oh, Bruce. Brucey. Bruce. Brucey, baby. Brucey, oh, baby, Harper. darling, honey, sugar. <laughs> You yes, we know his name's not Bruce, <laughs> but that's what we call him, hey, Bruce. Bruce. You know, you got Judge and with the Yankees. You know, so there are so many young players that's exciting, and with baseball putting the hammer to these guys who are still trying to find shortcuts, baseball was at a good at a good point, and I think these two, these two right jab left hook. I mean, I think all that, you know, kind of hurts baseball right now. So yep. I'm interested to see how this plays out. So that's what we got with baseball. Unless you got something else. No, I'm good. I don't want to talk about the DH going across because we talked about that last week. And I'll get on another rant. We won't get to your other meat and potatoes. Oh, God damn it, the DH. I'm not a fan of the DH at all. Swipe it. Swipe it. Again, I Swipe it. Why? I don't understand how you can forget how to hit. <laughs> you can do it 
doing it all your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like me. Don't get me started, man. Like, Don't get me started. That's like me playing. That's like me playing basketball my whole life, and then all of a sudden. I get to the pros and I just don't dribble no more. Yeah, right. Just he's Clay Thompson. <laughs> Clay Thompson. He don't have to dribble. He just catch and shoot. I just dribble catch, no shoot. more. Catch, ever, shoot. ever, ever. I don't know how. You know what I mean? And then when I do dribble, it's like you know third grade. You know, no, 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 no. It's like kindergarten dribbling. Just put it down and just go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> there we go. So, um, second part of the meat and potatoes, the main topic is this one. This one is this one could have got his own his own show. So if this you want to, been, we can move on to something else. And we, we, we could have got it, but that's if we wanted to get like super deep into it. I you know, if we was to do that, and we might still do, we might still will, because I would like to. Wait, hold in, on, hold on, hold on, folks. We might still will. But, you know, on the subject matter The like one shenary is out in full effect. I mean, that's like the ceiling is the roof, dog. <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, if we get real deep into it, you know, I mean, other than just some subject matter, uh, I think I'd like to bring in a couple people, you know, maybe some. Uh, Let there be light. <laughs> okay. Maybe a, a, a specialist or somebody who's dealing with it or somebody who might have dealt with it. So that would have probably been interesting if we was to get deeper into it. Well, who knows? Maybe we will. It might be the subject of a backyard barbecue. Or a backyard blowout, or a BW one backup fest. A what? I don't know. A don't BW like what? A BW one? Yeah. Is that BW Buffalo Wild one? <laughs> but anyway, but uh, mental health in sports. Now, mental health is a is a real popular. I don't want to say popular as a shoe or a clothing item but a real popular headline right now across the board in our society other than just sports i won't deal with that i want to deal on the sports aspect of it. you know i mean these young these young athletes or these athletes have to deal with so much pressure coming from organizations as in you must perform and you must live up to these contracts so much pressure coming from uh the hype of you being in the positions that you are in coming from family being that if you get to the top level you end up having the support or be the crutch for a lot of these situations. And I think mental health is a, is a particular subject matter that, that gets kind of overlooked. Mm -hmm. I myself have become a lot more aware of the true nature of a lot of mental health issues. 
coming up in the black community, a lot of mental health issues get brushed off. So it's something that you don't really get to know about, you don't get to learn or treat until it's at a age where it's too late or it's insignificant. Mm -hmm. So being that it's at the forefront and currently this month is uh, in sports world a mental health month and they try to bring more awareness, there's a lot of athletes right now who are doing a lot of subject matter on the various uh, sports Uh, platforms and talking about mental health issues and how to struggle with that on a day-to-day basis, being an athlete and the persons that you have. Um, If you get time, I want you to guys go look at some of those ESPN articles and see how these athletes find ways to deal with it. Because back in our day, you know, you didn't, you just, you just suck that shit in and you don't really deal with it until it's like it blows up and then they want to let you crazy and they put you away somewhere. I mean, just look at some of back at some of the careers of people who you thought might have had mental issues that acknowledgement and treatment might have helped those players. Say, look at what happened with uh, our test. Ron Tess admits, you know, that, hey, I had a problem that I got, I got an issue with and we got diagnosed and I have these things that help me with this. Now look at the person that I am. Chris Kamen was another one like that. You know, we had Kevin Love was a, a player who's had those type of issues that is saying these things are real and we must treat them as they are real and look at how it's happened. Just think of Dennis Rodman in the 90s would have had his mental issues diagnosed and helped. Just think of what his life would be like now, how it would have turned out to. You know, I I can't, I can't, you know, I can't disagree with what you're saying at all, obviously. Um, Mental health is definitely a serious problem. Um, There are different types of mental health i think Mm -hmm. some are kind of diagnosed at an early age because of maybe um genetics you know maybe something went wrong at birth you know something like that then you have the i guess the the trauma mental health i'm gonna say trauma as in something happened to you in your life to completely retract your, your, your thought base to, to, to derail your, you know, to derail your, your train onto the good path. Something that's happened in your life. Now on the same aspect, when you said, you know, what we did was, yeah, we suck it up. We, we learn from it. We move on. I cannot say that I fully disagree with that either. You have to be able to, to kind of mediate between the two. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. saying, you know, 
if you're if you're if you need help for one, boom, point blank, get the help you need. And there's plenty of opportunities out in this world nowadays to even in even in the COVID time, there's still so many opportunities for people with actual mental health to get the help they need. Don't be for one, for two, don't be scared to admit, man, I need help. You know, a true friend is going to tell you, hey man, D, well, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but you know what I'm saying? Get off of it. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, gotta get help or something. Everybody right. wants to, huh? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Everybody wants to, I see these posts on, you know, the National Suicide Hotline, this, that, and the other, and, and you know, oh, I'm gonna post this. Man, that's good and all. But instead of just posting that, why don't you reach out to somebody that you see on Facebook that may have that bad day or maybe having a rough time in life, you know? Maybe you're the reason that that quick 30-second text or message, instant message or whatever, maybe you're the reason that 30 seconds, maybe you save that person. Maybe you help mm -hmm. that person get on the right track. And in sports... You have a lot of negative guidance as far as bad agents, you know, as far as parents who are thinking more so about themselves rather than their child, or as in, you know, bad coaches that are coaching you totally wrong and, and ruin your career or ruin your potential or something like that. But a lot of it, you have to be able to overcome that. And I know you're going to love this word. This is where adversity comes into sports. Yeah. Uh. That, though, is the part of it's the life part that you're you need to be show that adversity and it falls into your sport or into your job or into this or into that. That's where the that adversity comes in. That is the only time that I will ever agree with you about the word adversity and sports. They don't go together. Like, oh, we had to go through a whole bunch of adversity. It's a goddamn game. Adversity <laughs> is, man, hey, oh, never mind. But I agree with you. I completely agree with you how, and I mean, and I want to um, expand on it a little bit more. I think that's the difference between our, you oh. like the pen? <laughs> you, like you like the lead commercial pen? Hold on, look, look. I'm like the Old Spice guy, watch. Oh, dude. <laughs> cut out. Cut out. They've been doing three push-ups today. <laughs> but anyway, I like to expand hey. on it. You know what I mean? But... Okay, I lost it. I was whistling the Old Spice song. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. But no, I'd like to expand on that a little bit. You know, it's like from when we were growing up and how they treated mental health to how they treat it now. Mental health back then was more of a disgrace or a, you know, Man, that's a crazy. I mean, that little boy touched. You know what I mean? That was that type of. You know, it's like he's cool, but you know, some wrong with him. You know, but that's how it was treated. Nowadays, they treat it more like, hey, these people are just like us. They just do things a little differently. So 
If we can isn't figure that, out Isn't those, that what the white guy said about the black guy? They like us, <laughs> but they just do things a little different. And I mean, if we can just if we can just tweak them and these paths to help them see things a little better, learn things a little better, where you know, most of the time it's with the middle anything, it's it comes down to learning. They learn a little differently, and that's not with the mainstream. So you already put off. So they already separate you. They already teach you like you something different. And so all it is is finding that way you learn, that way you fit back into things. And they treat it differently now. They try to diagnose and try to find ways to help you now. Back then it was, you know, we just push them off. It was this. You know, it was put this. them here. Face in book. Yeah. That's all you got. That's what you were taught. You learn things the best. I mean, personally, I learned things the best doing them myself. Yeah. Do it a couple you times, I mean, and I got it. Yeah, you know, it's just that, you know, some people, you learn things, and I'm finding it out with, with my youngest son. You know, he is smart as everybody else. He just learns it at a different way. You know what I mean? You have to explain it differently. You have to come about it. Instead of going from A to B, you might have to go to A to point A, point three to come back to B. And then you just got to find where that path lies. And then, oh, it clicks. It gets it. It goes right on. Yep. And that's how it is. You know, with the mental health, when it plays in the sports and this pressure that puts on you, you don't, you don't get the outlets. You don't have the outlets that you need and then still, I would say it's treated better now, but still mainstream society treats mental health like it's like it's a disease. I mean, it is, but they treat it like it's an infectious disease. It's like, the COVID. I can't be, yeah, I can't be around you. You know, it's not that it's not a disease like you can be affected by it. Hey, we just do things a little differently. You know, we go about it. We still get to the end result. We just go about it differently. But I still don't agree with this uh, core, this common core, man. That's still still no, stupid no, shit. No, I'm glad they went away from that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I, that ain't, that ain't I just see. I mean, that and then it bad. comes on. Yeah. And it comes on different levels. You know what I mean? Like, it can be as simple as, you know, people call it, you know, you're homesick. You know, like you you grow up in a family-oriented small town, and then you go off to this big university to go to school, you're homesick. No, you're not homesick. You have a slight issue that, hey, this is not my mental stability. I need to get to where my mental health is structured better for me. Maybe I'm not fit at this, you know, 300,000 kid school. Maybe I'm fit better over here at this 35,000 kid school. I agree. That's I, mean, I can't disagree saying, at you know? all. I just think it's an issue that, you know, is overlooked and we need to pay more attention to it. And we need to, I mean, Antonio Brown. Swipe left. <laughs> I'm just saying that I mean and, and mental health can be affected by your environment 
You know, I mean, if you in or you're in a structured, stable environment, everything around you, people are positive. It's kind of hard to go into those type of middle boxes. But if you're in an organization, say like the Dolphins or the Bengals or <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you're in an organization like that where it's so much disarray and dysfunction, it doesn't help. And then going through a situation like COVID-19 where you're being isolated and the only thing you can do is run around in your thoughts, I mean, it can be a very disturbing type of thing. I agree. And, and on that, that note, woofer. boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we uh, go with the Elebriates. <laughs> uh, I agree with you there, um, Silent ooh, Partner. Ooh. He has nobody in this corner speaking positively for him in any uh, way, shape, or form. Say that um, again. She has commented that AB has, has, does not think that has anybody in his, actually in his corner. You know what I mean? The people that was in his corner uh, got out talked. You mean he had obviously good people in Pittsburgh when he was doing these astronomical things, but he started to not listen to those voices and started to listen to those negative voices. And here we have a year of not a B, and we might be not ever seen again. So, well, you know, in that sense, I tell my son the same thing I can only lead you so far at some point. You got to learn how to figure stuff out on your own. He's at that point now. So yeah. is he going to let the positive, the positivity take over? Or is he going to let the negativity take over? It's on him now. Just And there's no different from anybody else. So that's right. All right. Here we go. All right. So, yeah. Hey, you know who that guy is? That, that guy's me. the I'm one. The one. That's me. He's I'm the, the one. one. The one. You know who this guy is? That that guy right there. He's the ass. There you go. I'm on your left. Look at him right <laughs> there. That guy. And together we are Black and White Sports live Wednesday night every every every, every Wednesday night 7:30 live Eastern Standard Time. Uh, let's see. Mondays we have the new show coming. Tuesdays is Talk O Tuesday. Wednesday, Wednesday Night Live. And pull for your thoughts starting tomorrow. We will see you tomorrow. This has been Wednesday Night Live. Wow, he's shaking it. He's getting jiggy with it. No, 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 no. This has been powered by First Financial Bank, 3535 East 96th Street in Indianapolis, and our buddies over at Gruntworks Custom Woods for all your new woodworking artwork. Check Gruntworks Custom Woods out. And as always, Damon, what do we do? Not that. We keep it sporty, Andy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha!